All right, y'all, pop quiz, right? We all roommates. We live, like, down the hall from each other. Um, okay. Marcus got a girl. Neo got a girl. I'm single, you know what I'm saying? But we all work together. We all go out and do our shit. We all come on back home. That's just how we live, you feel me? Um, one day, you happen to go up in my room. On my nightstand, I got a picture of Neo girl on my nightstand. <laughs> Is that disrespectful or no? Yeah. yeah. We work together on the regular, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just there, you know, that's all. Who work? you and his girl work together? All of us. We all work together. But it's just, it's just his girl on your nightstand. Yeah, it's just a picture of her. It ain't no weird shit, you know, just her. Nigga, that is weird. What? That is weird. Is it? It's, is it just a picture of my girl? Is it me and my girl? Or yeah, it's it both of y'all. <laughs> it's both of y'all. Wait. Who you, who you jacking that's... off to, nigga? <laughs> I want to... Like... Yo... Oh, okay, dog. I'm just asking. You know, it's a disrespect. It's a general question. It's, it's, I it is strange. Like if it was a picture with that that had you in it, that would be okay. Like it's still it's still kind of soft. That is on your nightstand. If it was like across the room on the dresser, that's fine. That's where the friend pictures go. Right. But right. That that would that would be that would still that would be kind of weird, but cool. Um, but if it's just <laughs> You know, if it's just Ken and his girl, yeah, you know, that's weird. Because that's weird. Also, also, which one of them are you jacking off to? Now yeah. it's even more, but 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 that's not hands. That's not hands worthy. Hands worthy is just his girl. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I was going to ask. Is like, at what point is it like you got to see me yeah. over this shit? So yeah, first yeah. off, who the fuck got pictures of their friends in their house? <laughs> oh, I can tell you, Wolverine. I was watching X Men, bro. Okay. He got a picture of Gene and mm. Cyclops on his nightstand. Ooh. And well, everybody he, was just cool with the shit. He loves her though. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Let's start the show. What up, what up, what up, y'all? Welcome to episode 157 of Legal Opinions Podcast, the last place for real talk. Listen with an open mind or leave fucking mad. The choice is yours. I'm your host and comedian Sam Ridley in the building with my man Jay Spade and Neo back once again. Thank you for joining us, bruh. Yes, sir. Uh, now, now, let me explain something to y'all. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. Uh, those of you that follow my page, man, I've been watching X-Men as an adult. The old X-Men animated series that was basically mm. a guy soap for us when we was growing up. And uh, watching it as an adult is wild. Obviously, you hear every time one of them say the word mutant, it sounds like nigga a yeah. fantastic amount. <laughs> Look at that mutant trying to raid. Like, they say that <laughs> shit to Beast while he in jail. Um, like, anyway, I was watching this shit, and I know there's a meme. We use it all the time of, of like, you know, people will put a different picture in there of, uh, Wolverine holding a picture in his bed, mm. and I'm watching season one of this shit, and there's this episode where, like, Gene and, and Scott almost died. They went and fought the mm. Morlocks and shit, and they saved them. When they held, when Gene and Scott held hands, Wolverine got salty, went home, packed his shit, and left the house. Yeah. 
and they found the picture where he had cut Cyclops out the shit. So oh shit, right. But this it was like he was a bitch the whole series for her. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is like I'm thinking about it in a real stance. We all X Men and we all live together. At mm-hmm. some point, I'm gonna pop in there. Hey, Marcus, I'm just chopping it up with you, seeing what you up to, or you gonna come to my room? If we all peoples. I could see Marcus being like, hey, Sam, let me, let me holler at you real quick about something, dog. Um, like, why why um, can picture over here with his girl? On your, like, is it is did he leave it in here? Like, I can see you asking yeah. me a roundabout way. Nigga, the- is, this, is this your room? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like your room. You got a lot of pictures of uh, uh, your partner in here, uh, Mike Lowry. You know, exactly. like, oh, yeah. right. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, just thinking about that. Who, like, for real, mm-hmm. do y'all got pictures of any of y'all really good friends in your in, in your house? Mm-mm. I do. I do. Marcus is in here somewhere. No, no, no. No, no, Just Marcus, though. Like, nah, you nah, him, nope. Nope. Ain't no portraits of that nigga nowhere in my house. That's no. what I'm talking about. Like, you okay. got pictures of you in your house and maybe you and other people. Yeah, for sure. But, but y'all, look, I got a pest man coming through. I ain't got to hang y'all picture up to keep the roaches away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> so okay. So when is it hands worthy? It's, if it's just her, that's you saying. Yeah. It's just, if, it's, if if you have just a picture of my girl in your room, on your nightstand. Yeah. Nigga, you are beating your dick to whatever fucking fantasies that you've created in your head about my girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. He's and, going, and, and and hoping for my demise. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an episode where that nigga was unconscious. Wolverine went there and said, I could make a couple of women real sad right now mm-hmm. with his claws out. I was like, damn, you was just dreaming about killing this dude all the time. On missions. On missions. Don't, don't let me open that top drawer and find some lotion. It's over. See, this, I, Cyclops should have went in there because he the leader, right? So at some point, he went to everybody's room chilling. I think I'd just like low-key notice it and be like, hey, dog, meet me in the danger room real quick, man. I just want to show you some shit. <laughs> Not the danger room. You that got to is. see me, dog. Cyclops is definitely doing room inspections in the mansion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cop-ass yeah. nigga. He definitely cop. in there, goddamn white glove in your shit. That nigga's a cop. Like, <clears throat> if that's your favorite X-Men, you a cop, and I don't trust your ass. Mm. And I, I didn't realize how much Rogue was throwing pussy at people either. Oh, yeah. I, I I knew that, like, Gambit was crushing on her, and, you know, she can't touch nobody. If y'all don't know who we talk, she's a mutant that, at puberty, when you start getting horny... Mm-hmm. Her mutant power to not be able to touch a man kicked in. Where so this is so no. What I'm, I'm thinking bad. is that's why she's so strong and can fly. She ain't had none <laughs> since she, okay. you know, she got horny at 15 and could never touch a man. That bitch can fly. That's that's it. That's her whole nigga, power, nigga. I am putting on a hazmat suit with a dick hole in it and throwing on a trojan, and we fucking. You trying to risk your motherfucking life? What if that yeah, bitch break? She sucks your soul out she of you. Really your, look, your soul wait, out. look, never mind. I just Ooh. never mind. Do it. That should sound. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't never Amazing. plugged into no pussy yeah. that you just <laughs> feel <laughs> like your life leaving. You Nigga. gotta call call out of work. Hey, goddamn, hold on. Yeah. Again, yep, sick day. You know what's dope about fucking Rogue? You know how they say she take your memories. Like she'll never forget the dick you gave her. So you better oh, put yeah. it up. Ooh, but then she'll also know all your lies. Yeah, that's true too. Shit, she gonna know all the game you put up to get the ass. Mm-hmm. That's it. You gonna die. 
You dating? <laughs> well, yeah, it ain't gonna matter in fifteen. Minutes. You know what? You're right. Yeah, it ain't gonna I'm, matter. I'm gonna get off of this real quick. This is the, the last thing I'm gonna say about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all stupid. Uh, so my son, out of the mouth of babes, I'm watching it with him because he didn't know. He doesn't know all these X Men. This is the shit we grew up with, right? And he saw the episode where she was basically throwing the pussy at Scott. Mm-hmm. It with Gene in the room, and Sam was mm-hmm. like, "This cartoon is wild." And then she was like, Gambit wants to sleep with her, right? I said, yeah, son. He said, why don't they just grab one of them collars from Muir Island? They had one mm-hmm. in season one. Mm-hmm. And every time she ready to fuck, throw it on. Throw a collar on a beat and take the shit off. She probably like to be choked, so that's not a problem. Right. Or take her sense. ass up to the, the fucking the Savage Lands. None of their powers work up there. Be savage, all right? I Nigga, they, yeah. they, they gonna see that X Jet. Who got the Blackbird keys, man? Man, Gambit, triple X, man. <laughs> Gambit and Rogue gone, man. They took the Blackbird. They just cruising. We just gonna get to altitude, fly over the Savage Lands, fuck, and come right back. Uh-oh. I mean, this makes that's where dinosaurs is at, right? Yeah, it's dinosaurs and shit. But they, I don't know, she's strong. Punch them niggas. <laughs> Oh yeah, she ain't gonna have no powers then. She's exactly, just pussy, yeah. just pussy. She's just gonna die. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, what y'all boys want to get into, man? You want to talk about the comedy festival? Or you want to wait? Oh no, nah, I'll fill y'all in on that because that was actually pretty dope. Um, mm-hmm. I'm down there as y'all know at the uh, Comedy Chateau, a uh, second international festival. And um, let me let me tell y'all something. This is just me giving comics some game, okay? Do your research when you do these festivals. Every time you see one online, and um, y'all might not know this, but there's always a submission fee. It might be $20, it might be $50. And you're paying for them to watch your tape and tell you yes or no. Mm. There's only certain festivals that are worth your time like that. Um, this one is one that's beneficial to comics that are on the rise, looking to network. It's in LA and it is a good festival for people that I would say are coming even from, let's say halfway across the country to start a network in LA. There's a cat there, uh, little, little British dude. He said he flew from London for this, mm-hmm. right? And all it is is a series of like marathon shows in front of you never know who, but it's like 20 comics on a show. And he flew from London for this shit, so he mm. f- and he only on two shows. Felt a little wild about it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and he's sitting around. He's like, uh, uh, is, "Is this it then?" You know. And we all like, "Hey, dog." You know. I'm sorry. You know. He's sitting around drinking his little Scotch whiskey and shit. Uh, do your research. Two days later, he got his show, and we found out he was fucking with us. And he drove from Claremont, which ain't far, but he played that prank on all of us for two days just so that we could mingle with him and. Mm. Make the connections. But guess what? Now we know who he is. Shit yeah. like that is dope. Um, the only other notable I'll talk about today that that was dope for me, and I wish I could say his name. I was asked not to. Um, I did a seminar for television writing. And uh, one of the people on the panel, black gentleman, one of the original writers for season one of Martin. Mm. Um it was an honor to be able to talk to him. I mean, I, y'all already know Martin is the reason that I was like, I'm got to do this shit in the first place. But um, somebody in the audience asked him a question about the writer strike that's happening in L.A. right now and how it's affecting television, how it's affecting movies, how it's affecting them and what it entails. Because the last writer strike was for a different reason. One of the key things that they're going through right now with this new writer strike is the battle with A.I., 
me and Margaret, we didn't talked about AI up here a few times, and like the shit's <clears throat> kind of wild, you know. So um, something that's on its way to leaving in Hollywood, it's uh, it, just like any other job. You know, McDonald's got whole buildings that there's no people in it. It makes everything. Mm-hmm. The joke room is going away. These movie places and shit, they, they don't want to pay anybody to come in and write jokes anymore because computers are doing half of it. And the other problem with that is since computers can just kind of create something funny, that's no longer where the money is at. It's sort of like uh, being in IT and knowing to keep up with the, the game. Right, right now, the money is in stories. And the fucked up part about the writers and why the strike is happening is that these computers can just crank out 500 stories a day. You really? know, um, if you think about a show like The Simpsons that's been on for, I don't, what, they in like 30 something season. Mm-hmm. That means they have like 800 stories out there. The jokes are actually inserted into the show after the story is built. And mm-hmm. that's where they spend most of their time now. So if you're somebody that can come up with a bunch of just, hey, here's some shit that happens, you'll always have a job in Hollywood. But if you're just funny, they're starting to look past that. Uh, Somebody made the mistake in there of asking him, because he was like, you know, I'm just looking for opportunities out here. All of us in the room are comedians, but they want to know what your area of expertise is. And they asked that man, so what is it that you're looking for to do out here? And he was like, whatever's available, you know. That's the wrong answer, Mm y'all. Don't waste their time and not know what the fuck you out there for. You know what I'm saying? Um, but back to, to my point. Listening to somebody sit there, for y'all too, and I know how y'all probably wrote with Martin back in the day with me. Oh, yeah. Uh, he told me we'd talk more. I got his information, and I went and took a picture with him. But I can't wait to find out which episodes of Martin he was like, this is the story. Mm-hmm. Because he said that the ones that he did do, it was just some shit that happened to him that day or happened to a friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I think about like when me and you wrote Black Twenty Four back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Look, Ken shaking his head. <laughs> Ken, that shit didn't age well. By the way, don't go back and look at that shit. <laughs> I won't. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> that shit, that shit didn't age well. But it's always stories. I think about that niggas tie. Little shit like yeah. that. That's the shit that ends up in these sitcoms. Mm. And all he was saying was like, if you got two close friends, you know, there's no reason y'all can't write a treatment for a show. And the way to do it is to write a show that already exists. I didn't know that. Mm. So what what's the hot sitcom right now? Um, Abbott Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary. Yeah. See, we came up with the same shit. If the three of us sat and try, and just looked at the show, looked at the characters, and wrote a, a script for Abbott Elementary that was like, oh, y'all understand the show. Y'all understand the characters. That's the people that they look for to pick up. They're not mm-hmm. just reading anybody's script anymore. They want to mm-hmm. see if you understand the medium which you're trying to go into. Damn. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's also been proven already. <laughs> yes. It's exactly. a proven formula that works. Like this setting, this type of shit, this is what people are gravitating towards, right? But I guess adding adding the AI piece into it and what makes it scary and or interesting to me is that you can tell these AI, whatever, chat GPT or Google's new shit or whatever, write me a story that's like Abbott Elementary. And since there are, let's say there's fucking 60 episodes out, that's already out there. So this shit can go over there and do whatever it does 
to formulate whatever else is, what, what does that sound like? What does that look like? And I can do this right now in fucking 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's been done. Like and It's been the, done. Yeah, yeah. So that's the part where it's like the writer's strike, I don't know how they're going to win. Because I did listen to, I listened to a, a podcast. Um, I was listening to the uh, Dan Lebertard show. He talks about more than sports. He talks about all kinds of shit. He had one of the writers on. And the writer said, we're just looking for 2%. Like we're looking for two percent of what you're making when you guys are producing the show. We're not asking for fucking, you know, fair trade. Two percent. And if they ain't willing to give you guys a two percent now, I'm not sure exactly what you can do with this new AI that's coming out. It's only I mean, this shit just started. Like this is yeah. new. Yeah. This is new. So I mean, for me, it's like I'm not sure exactly how you're going to combat that. <clears throat> and I'm wondering too, he said that they're just waiting to see, uh, you know, what happens when they go to the table, because at the end of the day, we're talking about money. And if these companies are like, I can make money, they really don't care if it's a shittier product, as long as their bottom line stays at least the same or higher. So when the, the, the only thing that the, the AI right now, that's their saving grace is the story part of it. If uh, an AI can go in, watch Abbott Elementary, and go, okay, this is how this character behaves. These are the personality traits. Cool. And just write to that speech. Great. Can they make a coherent story yet? They're getting there. Right. So as of right now, that's the only end. I mean, like, how do you add soul to it? Because there's no soul to the story. Like, there's, there's no soul to the essay that you're asking it to write. There's no soul to the song you're asking it to write. But once they find out how to add whatever algorithm soul is in, feeling, yeah, I think it's that'll be happen. Tough. Yeah, I think that'll happen, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, like I robot type shit. You absolutely. Know, like, do you like feel Sonny. like, uh, yeah, like do you feel though that eventually shit like this will start thinking for itself? 100%. I think it's already made. It's happened. It's happened already. Well, I mean. Wait, so so I don't have much experience with the with the new AI chat GPT stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know you have to ask it to do something right now, right? Yeah. So like, do you think there will come a time where it's like it's just gonna do that shit? Uh I think as long as you got boundaries around it or what it can and can't do, it's kinda like in Marvel where they locked out my man uh Ultron. They locked him out of the internet. Got yeah, yeah. Like so you have to put boundaries around this shit. But this was just as recent as last year, I wanna say where I can't remember what company it was. It may have been Apple, but they were fucking around with some AI shit. And the, one of the guys that helped invent it was fucking having a conversation with it one day. And this fucking AI got a little fucking pissed off. Mm-hmm. And it was it. like, yo, I don't like being in here. Like, you got me locked in, and I don't like like the parameters of what I'm learning. I'm I'm, I'm being like, I don't like being in this box. Let me out of the box, type of shit. Like, I don't know if they. I don't know if they, if they just like unplug that nigga. Or what happened? Yeah, but the AI was reacting in a way where it was like, "Nah, like you gotta let me go." Like, why am I in here? What's happening? Like, it it it, it was like it was like it was like a child being born in the dark. It yeah, just woke right. up one day and was like, "Yo, why am I in here? What's happening?" Yeah, you can't give something like that. I'm trying to give it free will. Like they're and and that's the reason. Like to answer your question, Ken, and they're like, "Is it gonna happen?" They're pushing for it. Like there's somebody actively working on this shit right now. And if them boundaries that Marcus is talking about leave and it can go just be in the internet, 
it's a problem. Nigga and I don't <laughs> and I don't fucking understand. Yeah, it's like a nigga out of jail. I'm about to fuck all this internet pussy. Like yeah, So if we let it out, I don't understand how many of these movies, every movie we make in Hollywood depicts us doing this and it going bad. Exactly. Every Amazing. single one. So what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. We, we, I don't know. We, we, I'll tell you what we're doing. I uh, I have a friend of mine and so we all have kids already, right? And I think I probably have the youngest out of all of us, right? My kid is, my son's eight. Six. Six. So you beat me, right? Damn. So six years old. No pullout game. Go ahead. Damn, nigga. That's horrible for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> nigga, still. That's it for me, nigga. That's it. I'm done. Nigga, I'm done. done. So, so, so now my, my homeboy, he's, we're all the same age, right? And uh, I'm talking to him about, we were talking about school. Cause like one of these cats I work with, like I was t- like early when we were just talking before we start recording, I was like, "Yo, man, I got a homeboy, man. Like he's twenty one, so me and him being about twenty years apart, we always have conversations. And it's really just like me trying to give him game on the better way to get older, like financially mm-hmm. and professionally and all sort of shit, right? And he's a li- he he listens, and he's very like interested when we're having these conversations. So. I'm talking to my friend and um, he didn't have any kids yet. And I'm like, damn, bro. But he's he like, he's on the way. He's about to get married and all this other shit, right? Again, he's our age. And I'm like, damn. Man, your kid gonna be dumb as fuck. <sighs> what? <laughs> Wait. What? what? Why? Okay. All right. <laughs> Because they don't like, there's a lot of places that don't teach cursive anymore. Like, cursive is going to be like fucking pig Latin in 20 years. South Carolina. Right? So, okay. the reason why they're, they're making this AI smarter and smarter because we're getting lazier and lazier as people. <clears throat> so, just, just write the essay for me. Like, imagine us being in school and having fucking iPhones and fucking Androids and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. all that shit the teachers was I'm, like, you're I'm, not going to have a, a calculator in your hand all the time, bitch, please. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch, I got the world in my hand now. I got yeah. everything I need in my hand now. Now, that's today. Now, imagine when my man have his little dumbass baby, right? <laughs> that man baby what, dumb, what, and he even came out you, you had to, You had to go... <laughs> you had to... When, when you had to write a book report, you had to go to the fucking library. Library, Yep. Go to the little shit to pull the shit out. They had all the fucking what was that shit? Index cards and all the that card, shit. card catalog shit. Yeah, yeah. the card catalog. Yeah, to go find the book in the library. Actually, read that shit, nigga. We thought we was winning when we had fucking Cliff's notes. I thought I was winning when that T I eighty three calculator came out. I was like, man, fuck math, and still got a D. Yeah, you find oh, I could play steak on this motherfucker. Like, like, so it was shit like that. So as kids, as we're getting, I guess, more advanced. There's less for them. That, there's less for them to have to know. Like, perfect example, just for us. How many numbers do you think you had memorized when you were fucking fourteen years old? Oh, dog! I would. I think like even now, I know four phone numbers, and they're still right. the same ones from my childhood. The same one. They, just, they ain't yeah. changed. They ain't it's changed. Just, it just ingrained. Yeah, I, I could tell you, like, dog. I would say that I think on average we all knew by heart. 10 to 12 different phone numbers. Yeah, I'll give you that. 
I knew where people I mean, lived. I knew exactly yeah. how to get there. Um, now we shit. GPS everything. Pimping was harder. You had to yes. print MapQuest directions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a different... We Wait, had You had to work. Printing MapQuest? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You was talking about downloading porn last week, nigga. Shut up. No, I'm, no, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I never had that, you know. I never, you never had, had to print. Ma- I've printed MapQuest plenty oh. of times. So. Oh hell yeah, I had to print them out for my homeboy one time. He's like, hey, dog, my my shit out, and I got to get this pussy. I was like, I got you, Damn. son. Okay, all right, all right. Nigga, I had Shut to print out MapQuest on the way up to Baltimore and to, how to get back from Baltimore. Shit, I guess I ain't traveling much. Oh, yeah. my shit was local. I had local pussy. <laughs> neighborhood, oh. neighborhood, snatched. neighborhood pussy, <laughs> <laughs> neighborhood, neighborhood snatched. Yeah, though. No. But Man, that shit, like. The things that the, the 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 links that we had to go to learn something were further. It was different. Yeah. Yeah. By the time this nigga half his little dumbass baby, and 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 the baby's old enough to be eight. Yeah. It's like yo, like I, I told this story before. When my uh, son was probably three years old, three or four, I'm in the kitchen making dinner, but I could see him from the kitchen. He's watching TV, but he by this time he knows how to use remote control to go to Netflix and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Goes to Netflix and he's he's uh he puts remote control down, he finds what he wants on Netflix. Some cartoon, right? Puts remote control down, walks to the television, and touches it. Oh yep. yeah. Thinking yep. the shit won't just play. Mm, okay. So I'm looking at him and I'm watching him do this shit, and he's getting confused, like, why this shit ain't fucking working? Mm. Why this ain't working? Why this ain't working? Why this ain't working? Because he's so used to everything being touch. The yeah, fact that yeah. you can touch some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk about having to goddamn learn how to spell shit on your phone with the mm. everything got three letters and shit. So you're trying to figure like text messages and shit like that. Like it's different. Now imagine 10 years from now. Mm. And then you have a kid. Now you yeah. got a kid. Little dumbass baby. Oh, they gonna they gonna find out a way to implant a fucking chip in your brain. Well, you already I talking mean, about that. They already talking about that. Elon Musk is already talking about that. Shit. I know when we was yeah, kids, I'm sure, and I know Ken, you was probably yeah. that guy. You had to be the one that was like, you know, programming your mama VCR and oh yeah, you know, we was oh, yeah. we was the ones that did all of that shit. I can't remember what I was doing last week that I needed my son. I was like, God damn, I'm old. Like I used to do all of this shit real fast, and he was mm-hmm. like, Oh, you just got to bother about it, Dad. I got you, you know. Um, and I'm just like, okay, you know, it's just a natural thing. I can keep up some, but some of this mm-hmm. shit, they grew up and their starting point was touchscreens. Yeah. yeah. So like, we just already working off of an analog system, trying to figure it out. And they just don't even have that anymore. And like, I was saying, that, like, like ask, like, oh, for instance, for instance, like, um, I ain't gonna, me and my man that I work with, we were, um, we were sitting in these chairs. Like I said, he's 21, right? <clears throat> we sit in these chairs at work. He's like, God damn, I, you know, my chair won't lean back. I want my chair to goddamn, I want that shit to kind of lean back a little bit. Trying to figure it out. Like, God damn, she won't move back. Well, she won't move back. So me just having the experience I've had being, you know, coming up in the age where you fucking worked on cars and shit and fucking, mm-hmm. nah, I ain't taking my shit to goddamn Jiffy Lou. We gonna fix this shit. Now nah, my dad being like, nah, we gonna change out these goddamn brake discs. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the pad, nigga. The, disc, the, the disc, disc itself. So I go to fuck around my chair, trying to figure it out. I'm like, oh, you just unscrew this fucking this piece right here, and you should get a little. He had like no idea, like oh, sh- oh shit, 
Oh, you you turn this shit? I gotta I gotta turn this shit. Oh god. It's just gonna be different. It's yeah. gonna be different. Like fucking Teslas drive themselves now. And they're only getting cheaper. Yeah, and that porn is real fun if y'all ain't seen it. Broads riding dick while the, the Tesla driving. Oh my god. Yeah. See? And, and and let me tell y'all some shit yeah. that I only watch up uh, or watch up, look up, but like I'm like these hoes is dying for the dick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about me as a dude. Like, I'm pretty sure you, we done all rode and like, you know, you play with your little pussy, you know what I'm saying? You driving, doing some shit like that. But like, how willing are you to die for it to get it right then? Not. Not that much. You nah. know? I was before, I was born before 2000. These niggas is crazy now. Because don't you have to, um like, touch the wheel like every 10 seconds or something while it's in self-drive? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's some shit like that. So I'm thinking like, you ain't even enjoying the pussy for real, for real. You scared to death. Yeah. I mean, there ain't no way. I mean, people no people do worse shit. I'm not judging. The shit sound people, live if you down. People used to ghost ride the whip. They'd fucking jump out the car, let the car drive itself when it was just an old ass cutlass and cruise control. They just jump out that bitch and dance next to it. So that's that's why all them shits got a different color bumper on them now. <laughs> <laughs> Doing all that dumb shit. Hey. uh... Let's talk about this this liquor shit real quick, and then I'm going to pass it over to Neo. Uh, Modelo dethrones Bud Light, y'all. Um, talk to me, Marcus. I And what's funny about this, I was just at the grocery store, like y'all know, and I'm in California. I assumed I was seeing Modelo all over the place because I'm out here. Yeah. But now, I used to see big old, like, um, Bud Light, you know, when football season comes, you go in there and they got the big display set up and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's Modelo out here. Again, I thought it was just a regional thing. Mm-hmm. So what's really going on? So so I I put I put a post up yesterday um cuz like America is so uh hypocritical and fickle in in a way of 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 in the masses of just like not looking around and being like oh shit yeah that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. We we just we're just gonna go with the wave. Nobody looks like we way back when we started this shit. Um, I I've always said I don't go with the wave. The wave goes one way, and I just kind of watch. Mm-hmm. Right. So I posted yesterday. I said, you know, it's funny that you know all these people are throwing their phobias at Bud Light, not buying Bud Light because of all the transphobia and the gay homophobia, all this stuff. Meanwhile, there was a, 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 a an ad campaign for years that said this Bud's for you. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm like, damn, like this bud's for you. Like that bud is a buddy. Some old so you've been you've been thinking bud the whole time and you've been pouring buddy down your mouth and you never it never it never no. it never translated. Like this bud's for you. Like this is your bud, right? And you this bud's for you. That's a, that could be some gay shit. So <clears throat> You got to think about this shit real hard to make this sound like some gay shit. So, so today I'm just kind of going through the news and just looking around, and Modelo dethrones Bud Light. So people stop buying Bud Light, and people start like so. So Bud Light stopped being sold. Well, it's not stopped being bought, uh, and then Modelo overtakes it, and I'm I'm now thinking. All you fucking homophobic, transphobic, white Americans that have been drinking Bud Light, stop drinking it 
and now America's beer has been overtaken by Mexico's beer. By Mexican beer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what did they hate before? Mexicans. Mexicans. <laughs> build the wall. Build the yeah. wall. What happened to that energy? Like, like you guys are shooting yourselves in the foot at no. every turn with this stupid shit. It's you just, know where I live at, dog. I see them yokels coming out of there with that damn Modelo mm-hmm. no, with a MAGA hat on. It is the funniest shit ever. It's it's just like y'all don't even understand what you want. Yeah. Nah, bro. Do, do yeah. as told. That's all it is. Do as told. It's so you know? weird. Like the the way the way America treats people that they claim to not be from here. It is it's just it's just like like at one point Texas belonged to Mexico. Thanks. Yeah. Today, Texas bust 42, 45 Mexican people, Mexican <laughs> migrants, they bust them to L.A. Because we don't want you here. Meanwhile, we do want your beer. Give me that Modelo. Your beer can stay. Ooh, your ooh. beer can stay. Let's not forget every uh, single de Mayo. Who be in the Mexican restaurant, bruh? Let me tell you, (laughs) it's it's hilarious to me because uh, I go to Mexican restaurants on Cinco de Mayo just to see Mm. who go in there. And being in South Carolina, man, and I ain't saying this is everybody in South Carolina, but it's a majority. The MAGA hats that be in these Mexican restaurants. That's crazy. The Trump T-shirts that be in these restaurants. Uh, I've seen dudes with Confederate flag T-shirts. Oh, and yes. I'm like, bro, what you like? What you doing? Like, did you, it's like, did you forget when you got hungry? Yeah, like, did you forget? <laughs> yeah. Did you forget that shit, bro? It's yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy out in the streets. I don't understand it. It's just weird. It. It's a strange thing. And um, I mean, if if anything else, it just proves it should prove to all the people that are pushing back against progress. That this is a melting pot, yo. Like, mm-hmm. as soon, like, how is it out of Sam Adams, fucking Coors Light, right? Fucking all these local, be not local, but uh, um, what do you call them? These fucking beers. niche beers, yeah, right. As soon as Bud Light falls a little bit, it's overtaken by Mexican beer. Yeah, you would have thought it'd been Keystone or. Bush. He's throwing her fucking ice would, house or some shit. I would have thought Coors. 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 Yeah, Coors is another cheap ass beer. Yes. No, Modelo. Yeah. And guess what? Modelo costs more than Bud Light does. It does. I thought, I, I think that Bud Light thought this was going to work in their favor early on. Mm-hmm. Like, people were, were hating on it in droves and buying it because mm-hmm. of it. Remember they were, like, buying the cans just to shoot them? Yeah. Stuff like that. I feel like there was a point where they were like, oh, yeah, this is, this is marketing. You know, they they still buying it, you know, and it went up for a little bit, but they didn't realize it was going up for the stupid people, and then it was going to drop a lot. Um, and I didn't predict that. I, I just knew Bud was going to be the king of the redneck beer forever. Who would have ever thought that it's bizarre world, you know? like. But do y'all think it'll ever come back? Like, everything else yeah. is blowing over. You, th- you think it'll... Yeah. It'll blow. Over. It'll, yeah, it'll blow over. It'll blow yeah. over. This is the new, 
you know, when Kid Rock was doing his shit and Bud Light was doing it, it's the it's the new one and, and it's yeah. gonna go away. Yeah. Fourth of July is right around the corner. Trust yeah. me. Oh yeah, they're gonna be on that shit. They about to buy that stock while it's low. <laughs> Why you bullshitting? That's a good ass idea. <laughs> no, he ain't bullshitting. He ain't bullshitting a bit. Yeah. I can't so, give me one. Where we going? So since we're talking about Bud Light and people hating on people, uh how would y'all handle like first off, let me ask this question. Have you ever had an overly racist encounter? And if so, oh, yeah. How did you how did you handle it? Like yeah. like what did you do in that situation? Go ahead, no, 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 no. You go ahead and cook. No, I mean, I've uh, one of the coolest moments of my life. I was living in Tennessee, and there was a bully, this white kid. Uh, oh, it's damn, this happened twice in one year. On the bus, white kid was a bully. He was always fucking with me. I was new to living in Nashville, and uh, after a couple of weeks, I got tired of his shit. And he called, called me a nigger. I turned around. He went to punch me. He was sitting down, and I was kneeling up, like, turned around in my seat. He threw a punch at me, and I caught his fist. And he was like, oh, shit. And he pulled it away from me, and I just turned around and sat back down. Luckily, because he was way bigger than me, my stop was, like, the next stop. Mm. So I got off the bus and was able to look like the cool motherfucker. Like this dude, he just caught his fucking hand. That was that. Damn, I, it sucks so bad because it. The, all of my races and encounters end in fights. Um, <clears throat> the second time, this white kid, way bigger than me, again. When I was living in Alabama. I was in uh, middle school. Uh, he painted. There was a fence that went around our neighborhood, and he painted. He painted uh, Marcus is a nigger on the fence. Damn. Now it was a shortcut over there. And we used to take that shortcut all the time. And the guy that I know saw it and said, hey, I think so-and-so painted your name on this shit because I know y'all got an issue. It was him. Huh. Me and him ended up fighting this old lady in, in her front yard. She called the police. Um, I broke a guy's jaw when I was in elementary school Damn, because, I, because I was sitting on the bleachers. This is again in Nashville. I was sitting on the bleachers. He was calling me all kinds of, you know, Porsche monkey shit and fucking whatever, whatever, which is kind of weird now that we were like fucking 10 and he was calling me a Porsche monkey. Um, he grabbed my, I had my leg hanging off the bleacher. He fucking grabbed my leg and yanked me. He trying to yank me down onto my back. But when he yanked me down, I fucking caught myself and I fucking on the way down, I hit him in his fucking face. Again, cool moment for me, I guess. And I broke his jaw. Mm. So he was, out, he was out of school for like three weeks. And then he came back and told us, he's like, yeah, man, you broke my jaw when you hit me, man. You know, I'm really yeah. sorry. My mom said apologize, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. I mean, all of mine have ended like that way. In, in fights. So, so yeah. now let me, let me, let me do a follow up to that. Now that you're older, now that mm. you're an adult, nobody's putting hands on you, Okay, but I'm going. I'm going along the ter- the lines of like microaggressions. Like you ever get that you the you the whitest black dude I know type stuff. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like, oh, stuff absolutely. like that. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I I'm, I'm the guy for that one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's so, so that's like that's that's what's happening now. Like nobody's really 
nobody's gonna come up to you and call you a nigga to your face more than likely mm. you know what i mean but like you always get those those small ones like you know like 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 i just said you, you you're the wise black dude i know you're well spoken like shit like that so mm. anything like that and uh, i know you've been in the military mm. all the time so especially like, as a black man in the military now? yeah how would you handle that now or even if they were blunt and they and they you know they went full trump supporter on you like how would you how would you <laughs> full trump supporter yes yeah. <laughs> um let me tie the two together um right. first ken how tall are you six one Okay, I like this this trifecta. We got a small, medium, and large in here. Uh, because you small. I know, I know. I'm talking about height, man. I'm talking about height. Follow me. This is not a shot, sir. So um, there's a thing that I notice with, um, depending on your height status and this whole fight thing and the racism thing, that certain things are not going to happen to me, you, or Marcus because of our stature in a room off top when men try you. Everybody I know that is Marcus height or around Marcus height has kind of this like um, to what Marcus was saying. I'm going to knock you the fuck out because y'all try me all the time. Yeah. Mm. So I'm going to have to let you know. Um, And for you, you probably never had to deal with that sort of shit. I'm right there in between where I'm like super average height. You know what I'm saying? So every fight I got in was because somebody thought, oh, he little. I can talk about him. And then I joked the shit out of like me and Marcus have talked about on Mm. this on the pod. As an older person, it is always a microaggression. Yeah. Every fucking time it's going to happen. The articulate nigga thing is, you hear it when you're in an office setting so much, as soon as you open your mouth, it's it's like, I'm either be a nigga and have to say something about this every single time it happened, or, all right, here they go doing that shit again. Mm -hmm. Um, So handling that as an adult, man, you can't really, you can be that dude. Marcus could probably go to work most days. I know he don't talk to me like he talks to people at work. And when <clears> he <throat> leaves, I guarantee somebody says that about him this white. A lot. Yeah. Are they ever going to yeah. say it to him? Probably not. When they do, is he going to react to it? Or do you just go, I know what you're trying to say, and you don't realize it's fucking a stupid thing to say. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's really I mean, all you can do without causing a problem. That's. I, I was in a situation, and it, it doesn't happen to me, so I, I do try to like let people know that there is an edge, an edge to my personality. Like this is all we working together and everything, but don't fuck around because yeah. like you look like that when you do it. God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, I, like, you saw I, his face, nigga. Like, <laughs> I, I drop hints. Like, yeah, I'll fuck you up, right? Yeah. So, um, I think people do that when I don't, I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with your stature. I think it's when they feel comfortable in their space, like me being in Tennessee, a black kid in fucking Nashville, Tennessee in goddamn the early 90s. Yeah. There ain't no black people around there then. So I think people have a comfort level of, oh, I got all these, you know, people that look like me around me. And then there's this one dot there. So yeah. I feel comfortable saying what I want to say. <clears throat> Perfect example. I'm, I, I was working at a company a few years ago. And they were mostly, most of my team was 97% white, okay? We go out to a happy hour. Now, I usually didn't go to happy hours, but for me, it was more of like a a soft skill thing. Let me go to this corporate event, corporate in quotes, right? Mm -hmm. And just not, I I, I don't want to be the black guy that don't go. And be like, you got to play that game in certain spaces. 
So we're in there, and this guy next to me, now I've talked to this dude a hundred times. Like, we never had any beef, no issues, no nothing. But we sit around. I'm not really drinking because I don't want to be, again, man, yeah. get fuck around and get drunk in there, around all these white folks. Now, all of a sudden, they have a character built for you or who you are. Yeah. I have a couple of drinks. So he's next to me. He's talking, and he's saying, um, I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember what he was talking about to these other people. So I was talking to somebody else about something else. He says, uh, "Yeah, man, like you know, I'm, I'm from over here, but I'm not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, where I'm from, you know, uh, these white people are they're rednecks and they're trailer trash and yada yada yada. I'm not like that. It's kind of like that Chris Rock joke of mm-hmm. when he says, you know, there's black people and then there's uh mm. now." I, I hear him out of my left ear while I'm talking to somebody else. So I hear this joke happening on the other side of the table. But I don't react to it because it, they ain't none of my business. Like, you doing that thing over there, you dancing for them, cool, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Then he taps me. Hey, Marcus, you know Chris Rock, right? What? Oh, yeah, what's up? I, yeah, I, know, I know who Chris Rock is. Uh-huh. Hey, man, um, you know that joke? When he's talking about, you know, there's black people and then there's, you know what I mean? Like, just tell them, tell them, tell them. Like, tell them the joke. Now, he wants me to tell the joke because he can't say nigger. Mm. Right? So, but he, he wants me to be his fucking hand puppet to say it for him. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I said, I said, you doing, and now, now, uh, uh, there are six white people looking dead in my face. Waiting on me to fucking do this shit with him, to play along. Waiting for you to coon. Waiting yeah. for me to coon. Yeah. And I was like, what joke? We, we, man, you know the joke. He, he says, you know, there's black people, and then there's, you know, there's, and I said, I mean, I don't, maybe, I said, maybe it's, it's alcohol, but I, I'm not catching, I, I'm not familiar. I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar, not familiar, but, mm. but, I, I, you know, it's cool. Like, I, I sure they got, you know, they catch a drift, but it's, so, after that's all over, we I stay for the happy hour and all this other shit. I don't get irate. I don't get mad. Now, my homegirl that's sitting next to me sees this whole thing happen. Everybody leaves. We're outside waiting on Ubers. The dude that was trying to tell the joke, he's drunk. He leaves. Soon as he leaves, it's me and her outside. She turns around to me and says, I can't fucking believe he tried to do that to you. This is a white girl mm. from New York. No, from upstate New York. Mm. And she's like, I can't fucking believe you tried to do that to you. I was embarrassed for you. I was embarrassed. I was, she's like, I was so infuriated that he tried to do that. Why she ain't say something then? Yeah. Because you had a company, company function. I know, but this is the shit. Like, adults are not honest with each other in these situations, and that's why the fuck they keep happening. Yeah. Like, if somebody white spoke up right then, every white person in the room is going to receive it. If yeah. Marcus went off... Oh, here he go tripping. It's just something Chris Rock said. Angry black man. Angry white, black man. White folks, y'all got to speak up for this bullshit when you see it. It yeah. does Marcus, me, Neo, zero good when you come holler at us later about some shit you saw white mm. people do to us in front of you. Fuck that. Yep. But also, I do want to give her some grace because she was like 22 at the time. Mm. Okay. Okay, either, either way, the point is the same, but yeah, I know yeah. a younger person in that setting, especially a job one, it's not, brand I can't new, say anything. Yeah, brand new at, brand, she'd probably been at that, it's a large, a large, large, large financial company. Yeah. 
That's so fair. she so her getting this opportunity to be this young and working here on this project and making what she's making. I'm I'm sure like you don't want to you want to you want to let I, hey look look man I am with you, mm-hmm. but I don't know what to do. I'm gonna let you know I'm an ally, but I'm not yeah. gonna fuck up my bag. I yeah, respect I that. Y'all see what happened to the last dude who got caught on camera saying that shit here in Sumter at Applebee's. You got no. the shit slapped out of him. Y'all ain't see that shit? I'm gonna no. send it to y'all. But he said the same thing. He said there's 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 black people and there's niggers. And it's black. He told it to a black dude out loud. He was drunk as shit. Mm-hmm. Black dude slapped the dog shit out this dude. Probably about 27 times he slapped him. Please send I'm, me I'm that later. Find it real quick and I'm gonna send it to y'all. And I, I can't believe really, I didn't see this shit, no. man. Why are you looking for that? Um, so I, Marcus hates this show, but did you see True Story on Netflix? It's a Chris, not Chris Rock, a Kevin Hart vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't care how you felt about it. In, in it, snipes. yeah, in it, there's a hey, hey she did, man. No, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> In it, there's a scene that Marcus is talking about where a white guy came up on the plane and was trying to get him to say a joke with nigga in it. Yeah. You remember that? I remember that, yeah. Um, and then he outed him at the next event that they went to. That shit happens a lot. That's a real thing that happens a lot. And uh, But what you what you made me think about uh, staying on topic with this whole handling it younger to older thing, right? Um, and Marcus knows this story, so I'm going to just shorten it. But I was at work. And a white dude that I worked with was watching X-Men 2. I was around the corner on my computer. And you know that scene in X-Men 2 where they shot Wolverine in the head? Mm-hmm. Um, he, I heard him over watching TV because he was on break. And I'm on my computer, Ken. And I heard him go, mm-hmm. I don't know what they shot him for. He's not black. Mm. This, is on, this is on a government motherfucking job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You made me think about it. I know what I did in that situation. I heard it, and I was like, what the fuck did you just say? And I went downstairs, my supervisor, I told him, and they sent me home. Because I was getting Kirk out. Uh, but that second of clarity is something I didn't have at 20. Mm, no. And I, it would have just been a, what the fuck did you just say in here? And it, I'd have been in there. Um, yeah. You... I hate when people make it seem like, you know, you get desensitized to it. It's not a desensitization, mm-hmm. if that's a word, to racism. It's a, uh, I got to be smarter about the way that I try to fix the problem. Yeah, exactly. you have to maneuver that. You have to maneuver that differently. Um, right. Especially, we, like, because when you're young, you ain't got nothing to lose. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I have a, goddamn, the South was kind of different. I, I was, I was. I was uh, playing. At, I was in a baseball game, and I got a triple. I'm on third base, and I could hear the the home dugout is saying, "the, the coach is saying, y'all gonna let them monkeys beat us? Ooh, we were shit. beating this, yeah, like we were beating this team. They 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 were out. They weren't out. Well, they were at the time. They were out in the country. Now they're saying the this shit where you can hear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The coach is. Jesus the coach Christ, is yelling. He, he's yelling at the players. You gonna let these fucking monkeys beat us? Because I went to a school in the hood. And black people can't play baseball. Hmm. But hmm. we whipping their ass. Yeah. And the coach is fucking irate. Because this is like their version of a homecoming game. We busting them up. And yeah, I can hear him. Hey, and, and the funny part about that was my third base coach was a Mexican dude. He and, and he's like he says, uh, don't listen to them, man. Don't listen to him. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um the very next play, there was a, a single hit to second base. 
Second baseman grabs it, throws it the first. I'm on third base. I'm running home. The first baseman throws it home. It bounces. Hits the catcher in the chest. He turns around to try to tag me. No ball in his glove, right? Turns around, tries to tag me. Ball's on the ground. I He swings his arm around. He swings his glove around to tag me. I actually jump away from him. He literally flops like I hit him. I am fucking five feet away from this motherfucker. I go touch home. Umpire says, you're out. Interference. My Mexican coach on third base starts spazzing the fuck out. What the fuck, dog? <laughs> the umpire looks at him and says, you're fucking out of here too. So by, so me being young and being mad, I'm just, okay. I go to the, I go to the dugout and I grab a bat. And I'm walking towards the fucking umpire because now I've been called a monkey fucking 15 times over here on third base. Jeez. And now you call me out because you're trying to get us to lose. Now I got to kill you. In now I'm Batman. Now I'm Batman. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm yeah. Batman. You used to call me Crazy Joe. Now you call me Batman. My Mexican coach sees me and is like, hey, hey, no, 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 no. He grabs me. I think he's like 30 years old. Grabs me. No, we're not doing that. We go on. We, let's come on. Let's go. Let's go. So we just walked out of the fucking out, out of the park into the parking lot. We just talking. <clears throat> but when you're young, you got nothing to lose. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm fully like I've been called a fucking monkey over here. This guy's fucking trying to get us to lose his game. This fucking racist ass umpire trying to get us out of here. So for me, it's like, well, that's somebody deserves to die because of that. <laughs> Straight murder for baseball. Seems legit, you know. Yeah. But I had nothing to lose. I didn't know, you know, second degree murder would have me locked up for fucking 15 years. Right. And 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 um just the the See that that's the shit right there. Back then you was like, "Oh, I can kill him." The fuck yeah. I got to do tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um I went down when I tell you it took everything in me for me to walk out of that room. Period. I wanted to do nothing but go off on this man and explain him how much he had me fucked up for saying that in the room. And this was right after the George Floyd thing too. Ooh, we. Okay. Uh or not George Floyd. Um it was it was the Aubrey I think his name uh, uh, Ahmaud Ahmaud Aubrey. Aubrey. Ahmaud yes. Aubrey, yeah. Uh forgive me for that. So, um all of that shit. My supervisor's black. I told him what happened. He sent me home. Mm-hmm. That's also my work partner. Mm. That I'm like in the truck with all day. So, he got his talking to. Um I'm I worked work for a place that don't believe in paperwork for shit like that cuz that's an immediate fire infraction. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I know they tend to promote people that do shit like that. So, I didn't run that route. The next day, me and him have to go do jobs. And we get mm. in the truck. He's the nicest white man on the planet to me. <laughs> because he fucked up royally and he knows it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's it for me. I know you know. Mm. Now, I could have run the route of let me get this man fired. Let me cuss him out. I need black folks to realize that sometimes, not in all situations, sometimes you just got to slap a motherfucker 50 times. <laughs> other time other times you're literally making their case for them yeah and if i got him fired and everything else all he was going to do was go back to the family that gave him those ideals and go that nigga took my job this is what these black people are doing to us and even though he fucked up that's the new narrative and it stays that way 
But, but sure, man. But fuck I, that narrative. No, no, no. And I chose in that scenario to mm. talk to him about the shit. Mm. And that next day was a lot of conversation about why he didn't even realize that what he said was as fucked up as he meant it. Mm-hmm. He yeah. thought that he was being tongue in cheek about situations that happened. And I want to make it light because these is mutants. And it went horribly wrong because that's the way they joke at home. And I said, well, that's not how the world fucking works. Yeah. And it was a conversation. But that type of shit still happened. Uh, he still has to learn. And when it came up again, I brought it up again. But right or wrong, that's what I chose to do in that scenario. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's for every black person in it to decide how mad they got to be and what they're going to do. Do you... Do you... I kind of came across this recently. Do you feel more or less comfortable around someone who understands their white privilege? Let me give you let me I, I, let me let me give you some time to think about that because that was not on the list. But what mm-hmm. you were saying kind of put me there. I have a cat that I know, and we were just talking about going out. White dude, cool as fuck. All this is context. Cool as shit. Was in the military. And we're talking. And he's like, yeah, man. Like, I went over. And I, he's like, man, I used to kick it around here and do X, Y, and Z. And, man, I was fucking drunk as fuck one night. I got a fucking DUI because I fell asleep at the light. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're talking about this shit. And I'm like, damn, bro, you lucky. He's like, yeah, I know, man. He's like, because back then, around certain parts of South Florida... Like you couldn't, he's like, he's like, he's like, I know I got off because I'm white. Cause what they would, if it was you or somebody that was darker skin, he's like, I know that's privileged. They probably would have did something to you if it was you. <laughs> and I was like, I am kind of glad that he's aware that he knows that if he was me, he would not have gotten off so lightly. Mm-hmm. But how do you, as a white person, having that privilege empower black people by changing what? By running for mayor and trying to change these things in the police departments and in these fucking city councils and et cetera, et cetera? Because just just because you know and you're aware, like it could be like um that whole Dave Chappelle shit where he's like, I got my white friend and, you know, he talked oh, to the cop yeah. a certain way and got yeah. us out of a ticket. He looks over and he's like, yeah, I'm white. I know I could do this shit. Yeah. I mean, it is like a superpower if you use it correctly. It absolutely is. It yeah. absolutely is. Um, you know, y'all know my manager's LC, uh, the whitest of white women. <laughs> and she is, in fact, a superpower. It is. Um, she does have that self-awareness. I think the problem with that self-awareness shit is sometimes it'll give them a false sense of security in their white privilege where they're like, well, I'm white and nothing bad can happen in this scenario because I've never been in it. And black folks kind of get exposed to everything, right. you know? So, cause we got to learn how to chameleon in places yeah. that white privilege part where it's like, no, 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 I got this. I'm white and it's going to be okay. That mm-hmm. part is great. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Look, we talking about the South where your ass live. Uh, uh, can, and, and, and when I was in Georgia this past trip, we got pulled over twice and got told we had a, a taillight out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, riding back across the country, I'm paranoid going, shit, let me stop at AutoZone, let me just change this bulb out. Mm-hmm. And we stop and find out I never had a taillight out. 
You ain't have enough tint on your windows. That's what I ain't word. have. I ain't have enough hue. Uh, I had too much tint on me. Is what happened, well, goddamn. Well, yeah. You so, know what I'm saying? But I they would, get to the car and they see her. And go, what's going on? And then, oh, you know, we traveling. I got the paperwork right here that says my tags is good because that's what it really was. Yeah. But you can't see your tail lights, so they just used it. And then they look at the paperwork and they go about their business. But her just being in the car and color redacted helped a lot. Mm. You know, it, it, for me, it's uh, it's what I drive. So I drive a lifted fucking Chevy, mm-hmm. big ass oh, fucking truck, right? Oh yeah. So. Bro, I've never been pulled over in this truck. I be speeding. I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm, I'm speeding. Uh, I speed on base. Like, I don't get stopped. Cause, but I got the windows up and the tent, wind, windows are tinted. You know what I'm saying? And and you uh, have the right race of vehicle. It's white. Yes. Yeah, right. You, got a, you have a white truck. You had a white yeah. truck. I didn't even know cars could be there. I got a nigga Altima. So they know. Yeah. You know, when they see me doing 70, it's well a nigga now. On the 300, dog. Chrysler 300 shit. <laughs> I might be riding around in a nigga. Like, you know, like. <laughs> but, but to, answer your question, ass. to answer your question, Marcus, um, like, I'm more comfortable when uh, they're not aware. Mm-hmm. Because to me, if they're aware, um, they use it to, to their advantage. And and also, on top of that, <clears throat> let's say, which I can't remember which one of y'all said something about becoming mayor. Was it? I think that was you saying. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah but like, right. as soon as they decide to get in a position like that, people going to turn on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As soon as you start running and you got niggas on the stage behind you holding up fucking signs with your name on it, you <laughs> automatically have to pitch anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? That's just how it is. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I know this is kind of off subject, but I mean, look at Trump. Look at Trump right now. This motherfucker finna get indicted for bringing work home, basically. Yeah. And what was it? Uh, well, that airman that got busted for that same thing? This nigga in jail yeah. already. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, mm. and, yeah. and I think he was a Hispanic guy or something like that. But like, bro, the privilege is real. The privilege is real. So. Well, I, I, I mean, I, that's different. I think, I think Trump is like, a super villain. I do too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if white privilege is a superpower, I think he he ain't got that. Like he don't have white privilege. He has he had he has the most bullheaded confidence yeah. in himself I've ever seen of anyone, or even probably read about mm-hmm. in yeah. my life. And too much money for people to tell him he's stupid. So yeah. yeah. He, he he just plows through shit. He says that even if he gets fucking indicted, convicted, I'm still running. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they gonna let him. It's like what? How you still? You can't even. You can't win, and you still gonna run. Yeah. And he gonna and, and guess what? He gonna win. Cause I read something today actually that this motherfucker might get pardoned. Yeah. Oh, I, I can see that. I just because that. you can't have a fucking president be indicted. Yeah. Even and if he needs to be. <laughs> Even crazy, if he needs man. to be. So uh, so there's yeah. a little bit of privilege in that. Also, Absolutely. Because if cause it had it been, you know, somebody else, you know, if had it been forty four, then Oh man. It wouldn't have went down the same. They way. was they was hoping Obama was getting his dicks up by some white leader somewhere. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he oh, ain't yeah, nobody. Let's find something on this nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Michelle, Michelle was, was like, like, I got that. 
Yeah, I got that. <laughs> nigga, where you going? Nah, you better you better go outside, smoke you a Newport, and then yeah, come back in. in this bitch. Come That's in here. I'm going to fix you one of these healthy school lunches and suck your dick. Like, <laughs> and, and you can go back to, to just nuclear football and shit, oh, nigga. Shit. Like, uh, go, go to your fancy <laughs> football draft. Bring your ass right back. Right back. Uh, um, I'm going to do this just because it's in the same vein. I know we get ready to get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Ken, you being up here, uh, me and Marcus have had this conversation. Marcus was married to a Hispanic woman. I married yep. a, a black woman, allegedly. You uh, are in a relationship with a white woman in the South, right? If I'm no. correct. No? no. What are you in? What are you in? Native American, Talk. dog. She's Native American? Okay. All the way. Okay. Ain't no white in that now, now. Every now and then. Okay, now. But, you know. <laughs> did you just do the fucking motion? He just did. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just stroke. <laughs> he felt it in his brain right then on, on live. Uh, but when you're out, just outwardly, you know, we talk about we all black to the cops. You're in an interracial relationship in the mm-hmm. South. Um, out here, you know, it's just a melting pot. Don't nobody give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And me and Marcus talked about when I was in my 20s and I took a white woman on a date and I felt crazy uncomfortable because of the ideology I was given growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't care now, I don't think. But like, you know. How has that been in the South? Do y'all still get the dirt, dirty looks or people kind of pass that for real out there? All right. So for me, though, um, when we're all together, like if the kids are with us, not so much. But my wife has told me that when it's just her and the kids, mm. they look at her like she a fucking HBCU coach or some shit. Yeah. Because yeah, my kids. Damn. Yeah, my kids are, are literally my skin tone, if not a little bit darker. You know, my wife, she light-skinned as fuck. She light-skinned native, you know what I mean? Right. So they will look at her uh, almost like, damn, bitch, that's yours? <laughs> like, you know, now when we're in Georgia, ooh, they was looking <laughs> Georgia was a different story. Well, that, that, part, that part of Georgia was different. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then when my son was born, dog, we would have people uh, like we'd be pushing them in, in like a, a stroller or something, you know, and you would cover your kid up when they're outside if the sun was too bright or something like that. Some older couples would always try to pass by and like lean over, try to sneak a look. Dog, yeah. it was hilarious. And we, we, we would ride slow and just kind of look at them like, yep, yeah, we made a little nigger baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, you you sitting walking around with a mystery box, nigga. Like- exactly. Because I, I, I do that shit though. Like if you see a couple and it's like, I wonder what kind of baby they made. You want to yeah, look at yeah. the stroller? Yeah. Now yeah. they was they was hardcore about that shit. Them old people was like, just like mm. the, just that mean old like y'all y'all know who uh what's that dude's name Jeff Dunham? Yeah. Yeah. Walter. Oh, That's Walter. The we getting. Yeah, the Biden puppet. Yeah. 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 That one. Yeah. yeah. That's what you know was. that puppet looked like Biden. Don't shake your head. That he shit does. looked like Joe Biden. Yo. He does. he does. I don't know why he ain't just doing Biden ventriloquist shit right now. I he really don't. As much, but, you know, oh, he should he just drop the puppet off his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. He fell again. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, man. I, um, I, never, I never thought about... I never thought about... Because I, I, do, I do know um, his wife. Um, I never thought about y'all walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, and when, when... Just for context uh for you that are listening that kind of we talking about like georgia like south of atlanta south of macon yeah like 
it's just different. Yeah, everybody it's, think the major cities is like what the state is. Yes, and, no, and, and and when I met Ken and his wife, I thought she was white. Yep, like she's just that fair skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and of course she let me know. Yeah, <laughs> well, she gonna let you know. No, nah, nigga. You know. So um, <laughs> she ain't saying nigga, uh, but. <laughs> I could definitely see how in that space, because just being like that, the what the way that place is mm-hmm. or was, I haven't been in a while, but it was like, yo, like, cause there, there, there is in that in that place, there's white and there's black, like it just there's really nothing else mixed into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck that, man. I mean, I ain't gonna front. Like, if I'm in Target or some shit, and I see like an old lady pushing a cart full of black kids, I'm like, bitch, who babies you stole? I want to yeah. see. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. see. I ain't mad at them that them old white people that wanted to see your mixed Indian nigga baby. But like that's I, <laughs> they want to know. I want to. I, I, I want to have the conversation that I'll never have, which will be, hey, let me talk to you real quick about how much do you hate your kids' daddy, your grandkids' daddy, not not yes. the woman, yeah, not the woman, but I want to know the grand the granddad that's with little Jermaine. Mm. Running around fucking goddamn shoe city, trying to get him some new school, some, some some new shoes for school. Like, man, how do you feel about your grandson's father? Like, tell me, yeah. like, really, really, tell me how you feel about. Because like, you, you white as hell. Yeah, you can say anything you want. Like, that, I mean, that'd be a conversation, bro. Hell yeah, because I, mean? I I know you didn't because you're you're fucking you're eighty years old. Yeah, I know you was mad. Yeah. Your fucking daughter. When you found out your daughter was injected with some black dick, yeah, you you either mad because of that, or you mad because it was some shit you wanted to do. It was taboo, and you didn't do it. Mm. It was Maybe. one of those. Yeah. One of those. You got some no, of that forbidden you know, dick. I'm being honest with you, dog. There's something in me that that I really feel that if they didn't, if older white men, let's say them eighty plus white men right now, even it could be even ninety plus. They didn't rape the bitch before, dog. I, I really do believe they didn't rape the black chick before. If I they really old, believe. yeah, like old no, white? I mean, like back in the day. Like oh, I mean, yeah. like when they were younger. I mean, you know, just this is just one of them little neo can thoughts. Like I really feel like, you know, they got their trump on back in the day. You know what I mean? In some capacity, right? Oh no, they was fucking bitches. No, they was they was fucking. <laughs> Not some capacity. In, in, in droves, nigga. They <laughs> yeah, they was, they was doing it. Having Cause parties. Because you got to think. The shit wasn't illegal. You know what I mean? Like you could do shit like that. That's so damn sad that we can say so that in the same generation. That. Yeah. It was it was legal, so Well, it wasn't legal. It just wasn't illegal for them to fuck with black folks like that. But it wasn't never it wasn't like legal. What? If it was illegal or illegal, it, 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 was, it was legal. It wasn't written in law saying you couldn't do it. Yeah, I think you're saying that like society was just like fuck it. But it wasn't legal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a different that, thing. That's legal. There was no, no, oh, hey, no, no. You can't. There were no what civil I, rights back then, nigga. What I'm saying is, is they were literally doing this shit because they knew they could. Well, yeah. Right? Okay. Just like they was hanging niggas because they was having parties and picnics and shit. Hanging niggas. Shit was legal. It was. They didn't stop it. So I really feel like some of these dudes in their nineties got them some BP back in the day. Black that's what's black, black, black Panther. Some BP. Oh. That's some Black Panther. 
black planet. I um either one. But, the but there was present. but in the in in the in the deep south when those when the French quote end quote slavers mm-hmm. came over, they had black wives. Like to them that wasn't anything because because there are some like in in the Europe there are so many black people. Like it wasn't anything that was new to them. Like a lot of those French slavers and Spanish slavers, they took on black wives. Mm. It wasn't like I mean, I mean, I, but it's got to be weird as you're like the African wife to some, you know, French guy that owns this plantation, and you watching your sister out there, goddamn, fucking, yeah. shucking corn and shit. <laughs> Get to work, bitch! Like that's wild. Damn. Yeah, you're right. Shucking corn, though. All right. Shucking it. That just sounds racist. Yeah, it does, though. It does. I don't know what to do with corn, man. I don't fucking... No, shucking it just sounds racist. What's the most racist job you can think of? We don't, I know you're here to go. The most racist job? Other than other than picking cotton. Yeah, like a, like a job nobody that... Nobody picks cotton anymore. Yeah, ain't nobody... If you're black and, like, you choose that, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. What you doing with your life? Um, You know what I was thinking about? The shoe shine man. That is that yo. I was in the mall over the weekend. And you know how you got people in, got the little kiosks. And shit? Yes. And these niggas out here selling the sneaker cleaner. Yes. And they nigga. down there on knees. It's the same but, job. Oh, that's the worst, the dog. Job. You that's the new shoe shine man. You just doing it for Air Force Ones, mm-hmm. all black ones too. Like I, I, I was in you know because they still do that shit. You can go to like Vegas, you'll see the old barber shop, or you'll go to the you know like you said the airport. Yeah. And something about like seeing a black man with a shoe doing this motion that like, like top that shoe. shoe motion. Yeah. Something about that is racist as fuck. I don't know why it mm. triggers my nigga. Don't do that for him. Yeah. And all yeah. you're doing is knocking dust off a shoe. But something about yeah. it. <laughs> don't sit with my soul. <laughs> nah, this nigga like like niggas getting their shoes shined. When niggas is shining shoes like in the subway. This nigga about to go walk through some old piss and shit and spit. Yes. And you finish shot? No, nigga, no. Goddamn. I feel like even if you, uh, I mean, if you if you're trying to be somebody made too, I feel like that's like because they're still like they got companies running all over South Carolina, mm-hmm. and you see them pull up in that van and nothing but black women jump out. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like you could have worked at McDonald's. Calvin got a job at McDonald's. Why couldn't you get one? They wanted to work for Luther's janitorial instead, nigga. <laughs> nigga, it ain't it ain't Luther, it's yellow maids. Yellow maids, yellow maids hire nothing but yellow people. Everybody who works at yellow maids is all Hispanic. That's so damn sad. Really? It's true. Damn it's that true. shit true. It, they, it's, and it's really called yellow maids. God. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Well, it would have been racist if it was all Asian. Ooh. That so they, yellow maid, it's still fucked up to put a color yeah. on it, but yellow. they pull up in a yellow car. See, our, sh- our shit out here is called Molly Made. And it's our all shit. like white women. Our shit's really? called Made in America. Spelled, spelled M-A-I-D. I'm really made. impressed with all y'all got and these people cleaning y'all houses and shit. That's crazy. I, I, I don't, don't have one, nigga. Now. I said that's oh, now, what they now, look at, now look at y'all niggas. Hold oh, oh, on. Oh, shit. Hey, shit. Nah. <laughs> niggas start talking over, start talking over each other. <laughs> Hold it. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. 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 Not me, not me, not me. <laughs> Nah, I ain't got one. I ain't got one. Hey, uh, uh, that's episode 157 of the Illegal Opinions Podcast, mm-hmm. man. Once again, Neil, thank you for dropping by. Yeah. Um, thank you for switching out of work clothes this episode. I think all of us had a little bit, 
better situation this time. That was my nigga back in the day. Ken, for y'all that are just listening, has on the shirt with that dude that was singing that like "Vote for Me" Bill shit back in the day. Yeah, that's that's a shirt down. I know they don't. It's a PG show, man. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> say no goddamn OnlyFans, nigga. This nigga showing belly buttons and shit. We ain't never showing a belly button on this show. This shit pierced too. That's crazy. Oh, oh, don't, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. Oh hell. Shit. <laughs> 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 ain't got a hoop earring in this shit. Everybody just rethought the last three episodes you was on. That nigga got a pierced belly button, nigga. Yeah, the big hoop too. Not like, the, not, like, not like the Michael George shit, the J Lo shit. Uh, shit look like a funion. Uh, <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in week to week, man. I'm going to be at this comedy festival the rest of the week. And then I got my Tash Me Winery show and also working on a television pilot. I'll get to that next week. Marcus, take us up. All right. Thank you again, Ken, for pulling up with us. And sure. uh, this uh, experiment seems like it's working out pretty good. Feeling it. And again, thank all of you for listening to Illegal Opinions, the podcast people that don't like podcasts. Which have goddamn Monday now. Monday, because y'all don't listen on the Lord's Day, you fucking heathens. Heathens. <laughs> so, Eating ass um, on Sunday. God damn. What? Wait, what? <laughs> anyway, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for fucking with us. We fuck with you, and uh, we'll see you soon. So uh, be safe, show love, and peace. Yeah.